welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello. So we're here bringing you all the Disney-centric news, along with a lot of other news in uh, in entertainment, technology, you name it. But we're heavily focusing on Disney just because we know Disney so well. Um, I will say that we're going to do some rebranding here in the future. I am working on some new logos that reference our kind of more focus on um, the Disney aspect because it is just so, so big. So look for that in the future. Um, we got a lot of big news is going to be coming out. It's all in the process. I'm stoked. I know Tim's stoked, but let's jump right into this because the first one is the most exciting one that I've been looking forward to. Before we say that, though, remember Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R.E slash FOMOcast Gaming. The first thing is Hocus Pocus 2 will be coming, as Tim puts it, materializing September 30th on Disney+. Plus. I don't know the plot. We don't know anything. I am avoiding this like the plague. I want it to be as non-descriptive as possible because I don't want to get it spoiled. But... Um, I don't think Devin Sawa's in it, but I mean, you never know. Well, and the weird thing is, is I mean, I would have thought it would have been released closer to um, Halloween, but maybe with so much, um, <clears throat> you know, leading up to it that, hey, let's just get it out as soon as they can. And that way people could watch it <clears throat> multiple times before Halloween, then when Halloween comes, it'll be almost like a second um, wave of it. So, no, it was uh, was exciting. And shoot, didn't they? Seems like they were just filming it just not that long ago. Um, you know, seeing all the sets and everything, and then here in what um, five six months, it'll already be be released. So that's uh, that's exciting. Hopefully, they do do it well, especially with the original. Uh, Sanderson sisters original cast of that so it'll be yeah it's be exciting it's, it's mind-boggling to me because they got so many people um I uh well there's something you put later on we'll talk about it later but um you don't see that often where you get this big of a a gap and get that many people coming back so yeah. I mean I know I, I don't actually think this is in here I'll bring it up later on there's something else that there's one other thing that's happened that is kind of similar but not but um next we have dot Daniel Craig was originally supposed to appear in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness now did you see what the role was supposed to be cuz I heard rumors but I didn't read the article no I I didn't see I just saw it in there and, and like I said with me not being um have knowing anything to do with mcu i i couldn't tell you what it was or what he well there uh, was there been. was ru rumors from the get-go that he was like someone made a joke oh he's gonna be he's gonna be um what's his face he was actually gonna play uh james bond in it which i thought that would, that, that would be kind of funny actually you know have him play james bond but um, I don't know, man. I don't. I feel like I know what happened. It's already been spoiled for me. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody else. So I know all who all appears in it. And I feel like when you start putting all this star-studded people in there, it kind of just starts convoluting everything, and you end up with this huge, huge, um, just overdone kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. It looks like that um, supposed to play Balder the Brave. So nobody that we would um, know. So. Yeah, but I guess I don't know. There was like some. Okay, no, 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 no. I don't think so. He, so. <laughs> he wasn't the the first choice. Well, Craig was the first choice, and then when COVID cases uptick, that's when Craig backed out. So there you go. I'll give you a mark about 15 and a half minutes. There you go. 15 and a half. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't know. He could have done better. He could have not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't seen the movie yet. I don't want to see it, but I'm going to have to. Um, 
this was amazing. Rosario Dawson, Pedro Pascual, Ewan McGregor, and Diego Luna all featured on the cover of Star Wars Vanity Fair issue for June. Um, I watched some of the behind the scenes stuff, and it was amazing seeing them play together, having fun, just kind of, you know, just laughing as they posed. They got serious. It was so amazing. It was yeah, legitimately, I don't know, it, it felt so fun. Well, I mean, even just the um, uh, cover looks awesome um, on it. I mean, you don't even need to really look at anything else on it and having all of them on there, obviously all on there for for a reason. Um, right. But it's, it's just cool to see that. And what here... Uh, couple weeks it'll be a couple uh, weeks a couple weeks we have yeah, kenobi the star and then, wars celebration in anaheim too and then the rumor is so that it's it's weird what's crazy to me was um so the andor one is actually supposed to slated to do go the end of summer and then Mandalorian maybe into this year, maybe beginning of next year, and then next year is Ahsoka. And then we also have the Acolyte one, which is animated, but the Acolyte one's supposed to be rumored to be sounds pretty amazing too. Um, so it was kind of cool having all of them together because you know, spoiler alert, I mean it's not really a spoiler, but you and McGregor and Rosario Dawson and Pedro Pascual, I mean, unless Pedro Pascual is an early version of himself, um, they can't be in the same thing because you and McGregor's character would be dead in the Mandalorian universe. And this is set right afterwards with Darth Vader. There's a lot of stuff. It doesn't, so this is kind of cool because it was all separate. So we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens with why they did them all together. Maybe it was just kind of convenience or kind of cool, but We'll see. Um, right. And as I mentioned, new plot, ta- plot tales have been revealed for Andor, uh, scheduled to air in late September of this year. I did not look at them, not because I'm lazy, but because I do not want it to be spoiled, because we already have part of his story done. So when you're going back, it's not like Kenobi, where we have his beginning and we have his end, we don't have his middle. We heard just a generic overview of how Diego Luna's Cassian Andor's life kind of was so for my thinking is i just kind of want to i want to let it go i'm just going to let it you know do what it's going to do and if you can't hear that's tim's child in the background and he's having a rough go of it he's, but, he's, he's he's talking he's finding his voice uh yeah um next we have the galactic coming of age star wars series directed by john watts is in development um it is supposed to be quote unquote something like i think they said 80s style shot um so in the john watts style so we're gonna see um there's no real other details about it but we're gonna see what it's all about probably maybe even at star wars celebration i don't know well yeah i mean it could i'm it'll be curious to see uh, uh that's you know how you bring up star wars celebration what they have in store as far as prizes, not of people that may show up. Um, cause even if nobody shows up, they still have a good cast of characters there, but yeah. what, um, surprises they have. Cause you get a lot of times, you know, <laughs> Oh, this is the end of the panel, but wait, do you guys want to see blah, you know, five minutes of this or a short trailer of this. And then, you know, you get the videos of everyone fainting and crying or just, yeah. you know, hooping and hollering so yeah we'll see because there's i mean a lot coming up in that um star wars universe a lot a lot so yeah we shall see how it goes um i mean it could get canceled could get changed to a movie you never know because they they're not revealing much we're not talking about it yet especially not even on here yet but they're not really they're looking for someone that is john favreau-esque to lead the movie part of it. Kathleen Kennedy may be the head, but they need someone to kind of push them through. So we are going to see what happens with that. Um, so Loki, uh, Loki's 
is top Marvel show on Disney Plus, and the second season is entering production in the coming weeks. And they have revealed that season two will have every single person from the first season in it. So oh, nice. every single person is coming back because there was rumors that certain people were not coming back. I mean, the way it left off, there was a possibility that it could have where they didn't come back. So, I mean, I'm happy for that. You know, what I'm not happy for is the next item because um, I don't even know how to say it. Okay, so the trailer for the She-Hulk attorney at law premiered on August 17th on Disney+. Plus. Now, I understand the concept, but here's my thing. It does not look good. Um, I mean, we already have the added benefit that we've been told it's not looking good. It did have its episode runs cut, so it's less episodes than what it was planned to be. Um, it does feel like Mark Ruffalo's um, uh, how much Mark Ruffalo's character is actually involved in it. Because before, it was supposed to be like a minimal role you know what i mean like it wasn't supposed to be something big it was supposed to be right. like here's i can't even pronounce her pronounce her name but um here she is here's her show it's not about mark ruffalo but there is some redeeming factors the fact that i mean it, it, to me it reminds me of very much of the car the the comics where she has the intelligence that Hulk has in the last movie. So it's not like she's developing it over time. She actually has that intelligence from the get-go. So. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I mean, 78 million people viewed the, uh, the trailer in 24 hours. Nowhere close to the Avatar. But I'll tell you what, Disney's dropped out two, uh, two pretty big uh, trailers. Or got two, uh, you know, major views on uh, two trailers that they dropped yeah um, so what is you know just give me down and dirty of she hulk attorney at law before i mean besides her being a so hulk and a attorney of law so basically i can't tell if she's the niece i think she's the niece let me look it up real quick of bruce banner and so, so she's hulk she's re she's related she's, to bruce banner Okay, so that's how she's Hulk, or how they. Get um, the I, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really go into that. Um, so it's just that she's a superpowered Hulk, and so her, that's where her name is Tatiana Tatiana Mussolini. Um, uh, says she acquires Hulk-like qualities after a blood transfusion. So okay, so um. Huh. It seems no. like she's related to him. I guess not. I mean, Let me look it up real quick. I mean, very well. I mean, could be. But I was just curious as how, what, what, you know, is it just because she's, you know, gets Hulk like qualities like okay. that blood transfusion? It's her, it's her cousin. It's her cousin. So randomly, she gets a blood okay. transfusion. And it's her cousin. Okay. Weird. Weird. We'll probably see what happens in it. Hmm. So basically in the show, he is trying to teach her how to control the Hulk uh, the way he does now. So in the in in when he goes to Planet Hulk or whatever they want to call that, because it doesn't have a it's not called Planet Hulk in the movies, but in the comics he goes to Planet Hulk, he learns to harness his powers, control it. And in game, he's living as Hulk with the intelligence, with the ability to speak, all that stuff. So he helps her out. And it basically, the reason why I thought it was bad was they played it like a, I'm a woman, live single, living in the city kind of thing where she's Working going dating. She's going dating and she's as the Hulk. And so like she, yeah, she's an attorney, but she's the Hulk. And it, I, 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 I get what they were going for, but I still was just kind of, 
I'm going to watch it. I'm watching everything that's coming through Disney Plus now. I can't miss anything. Um, I'm hoping for people listening, maybe to do a spoiler type thing for Kenobi. Um, so we can go over each episode because I know Tim will be watching it. We'll probably do it delayed. So do it the week after or a couple weeks after because I know Tim takes a couple times to catch up. So we'll see. But I will probably do reviews of this my own because I know Tim doesn't watch this. And I I like the She-Hulk character. I think she's great. Um, and when she was introduced in the comics that I read, she could always speak and all that stuff. So we didn't have to deal with the whole thing of Hulk learning how to speak and do all that kind of stuff. So, um, which I just watched the Edward Norton Hulk one and, uh, much better than the first one, much better than Eric Bana, even though I love Eric Bana. Um, you you know what the weird thing is? So I just kind of just graced through the trailer really quick. So on the mark, you know, on Hulk, you think of Hulk, no matter what Hulk, the Lou Ferrigno Hulk, the newer Hulks, whatever Hulk, you know, big bulky. I mean, it's the Hulk. That's what he is. But on the female Hulk, she doesn't get like big and bulky. It's just it looked like it's just her in her normal form, but it's got super strength. Well, no, she is taller. You could tell in the very but, end. But I mean, she's, she's not. It doesn't look like she's like. She's not super ripped, but her muscles do get a little bit bigger. But that's how it was in the comics too. In the comics, okay. she didn't she didn't get yoked out. Her muscles were visibly bigger, but they but weren't like, like yoked out of her mind. No, okay. yeah, it's okay. that's how it was in the comics. They're sticking. When you look at her and you see her when her back is to the camera, I think that's in the traditional Hulk, uh, She Hulk, um, uniform, which was like a shorts shirt like purple white stripe type of thing that if you look it up it looks similar to it maybe a little bit okay. different but yeah um okay. this next one is a weird one because i don't know what they're everyone thought it was so cool on comicbook.com but marvel studios has acquired the rights to use stan lee's likeness for 20 years why you cut him out of the stuff on disney plus out of the netflix ones why? Why are you trying to make money off Stan Lee? All I can think of is if the future video games, they do any more Lego games. Part of the challenges were the Excelsior challenges, which is what his, his catchphrase, Excelsior, and you could get those challenges done in that. Don't really know what else you would be using with Stan Lee. Yeah, it just basically says for use in future films and television productions, as well as Disney theme parks, various experiences and merchandising. So, so all I can think of, it has to be animated. It has to be animated. But, I mean, we'll yeah. see what happens. Um, this one was very funny because considering the current climate of, uh, uh, of, of what we got going on here, um, ad-supported Disney Plus will not accept uh, beer or political commercials. Alcohol. Shocker. Oh, alcohol. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah, sorry, alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, I mean, there you go. I can see the second one, but the first one, I mean, so, I mean, it, hey, it's just alcohol. So, hey, cigarette companies, tobacco companies, get on it. You know, you're going to see a whole bunch of Copenhagen. And, uh, uh, well, I guess that's the same brand. Chewing tobacco and cigarette ads on there. And then they'll ban those. But don't show them drinking the white claws, though. Or yeah, the, I, I'm sorry. The, the vodka. Well, what's going to end up happening? What's going to end up happening is is they're going to end up finding some sort of loophole, um, where they're going to basically be like, "Oh, this is not a commercial for alcohol, or whatever." You know what I mean? They'll do the clever ones where <laughs> yep. there's no branding. It'll just say paid for by and it'll be some random company and you'll look it up and it'll be Anheuser-Busch. Disney might get around that, but I don't know. Or it'll be somebody, you know, drinking a, you know, red can that you know exactly what it is, but they don't really show the logo or they show just enough of the logo to get away with it. And, you know, does that, this is good. Yep. This is a good drink. There's ways, there's ways around it. Um, this this topic, I was surprised, but n- not surprised. So CEO Bob Chapek boasts Disney is 
unrivaled and most powerful force in the industry during annual upfronts. Now, I was surprised because he's had a lot of bad publicity lately, but I was not surprised because he kind of has to say something like this. People are, don't have faith in him right now. They need faith in him. And him doing this is going to give him faith. Not exactly. And the thing is, is Disney, you know, he's going to look good here probably for at least, you know, till the end of the year, next couple quarters and until next year, because you have, you know, a lot of stuff still coming through on the parks. You got Disney Plus doing what that's doing. And then you got the cruise line starting to come on too. So you have all of that residual trickle effect that comes in, that comes in later. It doesn't come in right when they open. <clears throat> you know, it, it comes in that. And then if they do, depending on what they do with the Magic Key program, um, you know, there, and then that's going to filter in too. I mean, it's already, but it's almost a year. So you have all of that coming in as well. So yeah. the company's numbers will look good, but that's just due to um, how everything has been going. Now, it doesn't mean that it's a direct correlation to his um, leadership or whatnot or whatever's going on, because, I mean, like anything, everyone's, you know, likes him doesn't like him, you know, whatever it is, different stances that he's on or yeah. that he has taken. But as far as the hard numbers, I mean, the uh, the uh, shareholders are going to love it because he's the company's, I shouldn't say him, the company's going to look good for at least the foreseeable future until next year. Yeah, I mean, the literally coming off of a COVID year, especially, I mean, I... Technically, I don't know because um, what about – because the ones overseas that are closed, I don't know how they're going to affect everything. But, yeah, like right. you said, Disneyland was closed. Everything was at limits. Now everything's open to capacity. So you're basically – and what was what was crazy was they legitimately opened up both parks at capacity, which was weird for me. Because normally they don't do both of them at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. Normally yeah. they'll normally Disney World happens before Disneyland. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Well, and you have entertainment coming back as well in the parks, um, to draw even more you know, capacities going up. You have nighttime entertainment coming back, different entertainment options coming back to pull people in there. So, yep. I mean, you look at just that Disney Resort, Disneyland Resort, people will come just to see, you know, Fantastic, World of Color, Main Street Electrical Parade. So, you're going to boost your numbers <clears throat> right there with that. And then you have all the Disney After Dark. You got Star Wars um, D23 coming this year. So, people will go to the, the parks, you know, come down, go to that, go to the parks for that. You got Star Wars Celebration, end of the month. You have all of this, this stuff, and that's just for one resort. Yeah, just one resort, and the amount of people. So I know for a fact that they're um, they're sending the influencers to a few places. So they're like they're sending them to Disneyland from Disney world. Cause they want more activity there, which I'm fine with. I don't mind when they kind of right. push people to the parks, but I mean, we're going to see, you know, you can pay me to do it. I'll, I'll do it. Hey, and, and all you gotta do is just blog it the whole time you're there. You're going to do it anyways. So, Hey, it's, I mean, that's, that's the time and day we're in. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to get us to that level. I'm trying to get us to that <laughs> level. Um, next thing on our agenda. Lightyear sneak peek is coming May 20th. So when this airs, it'll already be out. It's coming to the Walt Disney Presents at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I miss being able to see that kind of stuff at um, Disneyland. When you go back where the Muppet Theater was, they'd have stuff or the Bug Life, the Bugs Life Theater. They would do stuff there as well, um, which that's where I saw. Never forget Bugs Life. They gave out pins 
when we went to see the Alice in Wonderland 2 sequel with uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, nice. And we we basically, they were on the ocean, so you were getting sprayed with water and all that kind of stuff. So I'll never forget that. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. So if you're at Disney World, go look at that. We did get a first look at Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph and Disenchanted, which is the sequel to Enchanted. Uh, coming to Disney Plus this Thanksgiving. Uh, didn't watch it. Not caring about that one. What I do care about is the next one is the ad for Disney Plus is going to release a documentary about Elton John's farewell tour. Why did the image of him look like, look like his wax figure? Did uh, you see that? Uh, yeah, that's the that's his tour image. Because we went and saw him in Fresno. That's. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah. It was a fantastic show. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Even no, still was, at his age. Oh, yeah. No, he got. And you'd think, oh, it's Fresno. It's not. I mean, yeah, it is a big area, but it's not like, you know. Vegas or any of these other ones, you know, Oakland, San Francisco, San Diego, LA, but he put on an, an awesome show, but that's his, um, image for the, uh, for the tour. It it's looks like, like a wax figure. Yeah. With him kind of going through the, uh, yep. Walking through the, uh, yellow brick road album. Yeah. <laughs> whatnot. Yep. That's, that's what it is. And that's how he, I'd say spoiler alert, but it's been, you know, out for five years now almost. Um, how he ends his show like that as well. Well, I'll be watching it to see what it's like, so we'll see. Um, Pixar announces Elemental releasing in June 2023, concept art and logo revealed. Never heard about it, but if it's already that soon coming out, it means they've already been working on it for at least a year, probably two. So right yeah that it, it's like you said it just all of a sudden just all came out but it, it almost looks like a uh what the heck was the one with the emotions um why can't i think of the name of it oh man i know it's emotional whirlwind is the name of it <laughs> at there but <clears throat> anyways it kind of looks like that but with all of the um, uh, elements. Elements? Yeah. What is like, that one called with all the moves? Uh, fire, water, land, and air resides. Live together, a fiery young woman, and a go with the flow guy. Skip something elemental. How much do they have in common? common? Oh, June 16th, 2023. Oh, so I'm trying to think. What was the other one? Inside Out. Inside, yep. Inside Out. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird when I typed it in Google, I was going to put emotional. It says emotional Pixar movie. Yeah. So uh, and I've never Googled it on my on my computer. So they're listening. listening. Oh, yep. Hello, Russia. Oh, wow. And I just pulled up to clear my notifications on my computer. It says Russia is estimated to have lost a third of its ground combat force in Ukraine. So everyone's listening right now. All righty. <laughs> Next, so I am excited for this because I will actually get tickets to this now for my son. Um, Spidey and his amazing friends are joining the Disney Junior Lives on tour for a new costume palooza show. I am stoked because I watched that cartoon trying to get him into it. And that cartoon is so much fun. Like, it's more fun than it should be. And because they have Miles Morales, they have regular Spider-Man, and then they have Gwen, Stacy. It's Spider-Gwen, I believe it is. Um, oh, nice. So it's so cool having, and they're all friends, and they go after a little kid, Green Goblin. So it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it looks, uh, well, I mean, it's Disney Junior. It looks very Disney Junior esque. Like you said, good show for, for your son to go to. I think he'll thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Orlando Fire Department responds to a possible hazmat situation at Universal City Walk, Orlando. Sounds about right for Florida. Nice. Um, Disney Cruise Line requiring fully vaccinated guests to provide own COVID-19 test results beginning June 7th. Embarkation test no longer mandatory. That was an interesting one. But, I mean, there is lines so they could do whatever. Well, but it makes sense, though, because that means you're not getting tested while on the cruise, though. No, no, that's true, but it just... I don't know if you're fully vaxxed that you got to, you know, 
provide your own provide your own test. So Yeah, that's kind of true. That's kind of true. Um, or I'm surprised that, you know, well, I mean, I guess if they want you proof of negative test before you're doing your own test as well. So but Yeah. Um, gotta go gotta go on the cruise. Gotta get tested. Yeah, you gotta do it. Um and lastly in our generic pile we got a first look at Enchanted Tiki Room series of Mickey Mouse, the main attraction merchandise collection. I love the Tiki Room when they do the different cups and all that stuff. So I didn't look at them, but they're always 100. Like, whenever I see them, they're always just so awesome. They make me so happy. Yeah, um, no, it, it, it looks awesome. And I couldn't find any um, pricing on it, but they look they look good. Yeah, Tim's gonna get a text message in one second that I just sent him. Um, Disney Parks pile. It's a video. Don't watch it yet. It's hilarious. Um, I love sending Tim TikToks because I don't see Tim on TikTok, so I sent it to him. Um, before we go in the Disney Parks pile, remember to go to our link tree, linktr slash FOMOcast gaming. I'll be getting back into my normal stream schedule here pretty soon. You can see the fresh ink of Ahsoka on my arm while I do it as well. Um, so the Disney Parks pile, so the lawsuit filed against Disneyland Resort's Magic Key program for lack of part passes, despite no blockout dates policy, moves forward. And what I've heard is basically that's why they're not renewing any passes because they have to go in and they have to redo the fine print on the passes because it was a mistake on their end and they were dumb for doing that. Um, you shouldn't... I mean, you, you uh, it's hard to explain. You shouldn't what? be surprised that they, they you can't get in certain days. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised that their legal team didn't. I mean, they're usually pretty good at it. Um, and even if it's like, well, I should be able to get in. It's like, well, no, here's on your packs right here, you know, because, you know, you're not guaranteed to get in. But, you know, the kind of on this one, and one of those things they did sell you, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? False goods on it, you know? So, uh, uh, it will be interesting now with, with that happening. Now, I wonder how everything um, coming from, stemming from that, what it's going to be in the fine print now. Because now I bet you they're going to go through everything and put they're it on there. They're probably going to put in the not being able to get in is a possibility. They're probably going to put in that if you don't cancel your reservation within a certain period of time, you're going to get blacked out for a couple. A rumor I've heard is a couple weeks. You're not allowed to make reservations if you don't right, show up. Sense. So, um, yeah. Well, I mean, not only on passes, but just everything in general. Right, right. So, um, so we'll see how it plays out. We should be getting news here pretty soon because I think they start expiring now through like obviously the end of the year because they're, yeah. they're going to go until may i think april was when they stopped renewing them so we'll have yeah. a while to figure it out um the red car trolley is returning to disney's california adventure this summer and i learned a cool fact from if you don't follow him let me pull up his tiktok um so his TikTok is the Jungle Skipper. His name is Sharif. If you see him, tell him Chris from the Tomorrowland Ravager sent you. If you'd see his, go on his TikTok. He did one where he met Bob Gurr. And did you know that none of the vehicles in Disneyland are real antiques? What do you mean real none of antiques? Them. So like the antique fire truck that drives around, the antique bus, none of those are real antiques. None of them are classic cars. No, they're all built from the They're all up. built. So that way they're easier to maintain, easier not to lose parts, all that kind of stuff. And they're well, all and designed but all designed by Bob Gurr and he's never ridden in any of them. And he's never what any of them? Ridden ridden in any of them. Oh, uh, uh yeah, except for the uh the Autopia cars or Midget Autopia cuz there's a picture of him on that. But I can't, I don't know if he, I think he didn't build them. I think he just like drafted them. He designed them. them. Yeah, designed he designed them. them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Exactly. So well, I'm it's pretty just like, sure. 
pretty sure at that time he wasn't 100 percent Disney at the time. Uh, yeah, I don't know what. Well, and at that time, it may um, Imagineering wasn't part of Disney. It could have been two separate companies, right? And then they they folded under just like how the steam trains. It was a separate entity, and then they they came in, folded in um, to it. I mean, a whole bunch of that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like um, in Matterhorn, where he designed that, and in the first one of the Imagineering story, he went up there and signed the wall where all the cast members were, and they're like, have you signed this? It's like, no, I've never really been up here since it was completed because, uh, you know, I was off to something else. You know, as soon as I was done with this one, next day I was yep. on something else. <laughs> so he signed it as, you know, pretty pretty cool. But he's one of the, the last living legends. Yeah, I think he's one of the last ones that actually worked with Walt directly. Yeah. I think there's also, no, that guy passed away. The guy that was the ticket taker that became CEO at one point. He. Yeah, I mean, and the other one was uh, Marty Scalar, and his claim to fame was um, that he was at the opening of every single Disney park that has been. since Disneyland all the way through to uh, Shanghai Disney. Hmm. That was pretty cool. Well, uh, next, Encanto Maribel meet and greet returning to Paradise Garden Park at Disney's California Adventure soon. She was a very fun. I did like, um, I, I like her interactions. She's a real person. Looks just like the character. I think it's awesome. Right. Um, well, and, I, and I forgot she got kind of kicked out for the food and wine festival they moved her to disneyland now oh hey food and wine's over come on come on back yep which i will say um since you do have on here the bibbity bobbity boutique um the the one guy i follow on tiktok now it's bibbity bobbity bibbity bobbity bibbity dot bobbity dot beard he's a really funny dude and he has this big huge thing that basically about when he went to Disneyland at the Food and Wine Festival, how he goes, what is this, Disney World? Food and Wine Festival in Disneyland, you get full cups of beer? We get these small little samplers in Disney World. What is this? So, you know, right. one point, one point. Why, of wine, too, yeah. Good One yeah, point, yeah. D- D- Disneyland over Disney World. Batu West is the best. Suck it, Ju- uh, suck it Justin. Suck it, Connor. Um Fan creates a piano arrangement of a full Disneyland Fantastic soundtrack. Sounds pretty cool, but right. But the weird uh, thing is, is a lot of it is uh, songs that are already in existence. You know, that are already Disney songs that have piano piano yeah to it. So, uh, you know, maybe there's some something more to it. I'm not taking away from him at all doing a piano arrangement. I mean, good good on him. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so we'll see if that guy gives any traction. He might just get cease and desist from it. I don't know. Um, prices raised and items removed from the Tangora Terrace menu at Disneyland Hotel, which is happening a lot of places because of lack of products and lack of sales. So, well, it's, so and the thing is, is they said they raised the prices. I'm like, oh man, I bet you, you know, that's what people are mad about. Everything got raised by one dollar. It's not like it got, you know, it went from 18 to $19. It went from 12 to $13. So the stuff was already, you know, expensive. It's not like they raised it. <clears throat> you know, it went from 15 to $20. Everything that I saw just got raised a dollar. So. It's, it's not much. And um, here here's the dumb, here's the dumb part about all of it. So... They raise it a dollar everywhere outside the parks, Disneyland. If you go to McDonald's, it's crazy expensive. We we were one time we brought there's food no in. Dollar we had, there's no value menu there. No, you have to go like 10, there's 15 no miles away just to get it. Yep. One time we stayed closer to family, which they live about 10 miles away. So we stayed further away. So we stopped at the re- the fast food right outside where we stayed, and it was cheaper. Still not as cheap as where we're me and Tim are at, but it was cheaper than right. by the park. So that's why we always usually try and do like if we go 
and we don't have plans for Carnation Cafe, I'll look up and see if there's reservations because it's going to be cheaper anyways. It's it's all it's all the same in that area. So one dollar, eh, it's no big deal. Um, no. Disneyland Emporium celebrates Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander Heritage Month with Children's Day window display, which the Emporium does that with a lot of different stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Ooh, this one. Ooh. Um, Fantasmic dining packages returning to Hungry Bear Restaurant and River Bell Terrace at Disneyland. I have not done this one yet. I have done the one in California Adventure for World of Color. We did the um, Ariel's Grotto one where it's fairly expensive. It's not called Ariel's Grotto anymore, right? No. It, it's the Lamplight Lounge. Lamplight Lounge, yeah. So we did it when it was the Ariel's Grotto and it was lobster tail and it was steak and like it was legitimately was the best meal I've had in the parks ever in my life. And it wasn't that expensive. I think it was a hundred dollars a person. And yeah. but that and got you, you front front yo yep. for, for World of Color. And you mind you, my wife is very short. So we watched it actually with Tim and his wife when we went the previous time. And no, we met you there. We met you that we met them there. That's what it was. We had gone previously, and then we met you there the next time. And we were standing there, and my wife and his wife couldn't see anything. We could barely see anything because everyone's standing up. So you get that front row, and the crazy part is, if you're not afraid to get wet, you go right to the very front, and no one's standing there. So you can get front, front, easy, get a little spray on you, no big deal. So I'm I'm happy for this one. I want to try the fantastic one. Maybe take the kid to this one because he was only – October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Seven months old when we went the last time. So it's going to be fun this next time. Right. And there's different dining options. Uh-huh. So you could go on the like a cheaper one or cheaper right. route. Um, and I know a lot of people that do that because guess what? You're guaranteed to see it. You don't have to get any virtual queues, virtual passes, show up, try to get in. Hey, you got to dining reservation you're there and some of them they are even doing lunch and then you come back um <clears throat> for uh for the show i think they actually you you only have to be there i think it's like 15 minutes ahead of time yeah so it's not too bad well, we, we legit had to wait get there like an hour before when we did it last time yep yeah and if i mean if you get there later they're not gonna like oh sorry we're gonna kick you out so no, you never know they might still uh, paid for it i mean yeah i mean i would do it but i'm sure if they see that like hey we were rushing here something happened that's going on blah 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 so but <clears throat> guarantee yourself a seat there you go yeah so do that if you want to do it uh bibbity bobbity boutique is opening later this year at walt disney world and disneyland resort i thought they already have one in disneyland or did it close you mean that it's been open yeah no, ha- nope, hasn't been open. I thought it was because uh, Mr. J went down there with his daughter, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh, they did, you know, dolled her all up, and they're like, like, no, we didn't do that. She did that, you know, they did it in the hotel room, and she went down there in it because it wasn't open. I'm like, wow, whoever did that did a good job. <clears throat> so um, that's the only reason why I know it's <laughs> it's not open. Well, that sucks because that's pretty fun. Um, Genie Plus only available for purchase a day on day of visit starting June 8th at Walt Disney World. Um, and I believe they're not gonna they're not gonna allow um oh and it will be subject to availability. Wow. Yep, there you go. And I know that they were doing something too where they weren't making passes upgradable to it. So like you couldn't like it's not a discount on it or nothing, like you have to buy it outright whenever you go. Right, yeah, they're they're really tweaking it, messing around with it. So, I mean, they can do it. Yeah, well, we'll see how this this lasts. Um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure Lightning Lane to be available with Genie Plus starting May 31st, which a lot of people are going to do that. This one is kind of funny because I don't know if they're going to accept it, but 2022 Pride Collection now available at Walt Disney World, 100% of profits benefiting LGBTQIA plus organizations. Uh, they're going to have to find something that will accept it because most of them won't. Um, Epcot's new Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind roller coaster is causing motion sickness for a fair amount of guests. 
Um, it's available to select resource gets with virtual queue during extended event evening hours at Epcot. And it's virtual cubicle available at 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. Same as what they did um, uh, Rise. for Rise. Yeah. Um, as we we talked to Connor, Tim commented on his Facebook post that uh, Connor loved it. Can't wait to ride it again. And um, we're just waiting to see if it's a different kind of ride. It's not the same as Rise. So, but... I think he said he liked it more with the roller coaster effect. Rumor is I haven't. I'm not watching the videos yet, um, but Connor did. He watched videos ahead of time just so he could know what to look for. But I yeah, feel like, I feel like, it's very similar to Mission Breakout with the music aspect. So, if you go share some videos with us, we'll post it on our page. See how you liked it. Um, this one is crazy. I actually read this whole article. An off-duty detective on vacation stops guests from beating five-year-old over buying a lightsaber at Disney's Hollywood Studios. This was not, like, always hitting his kid. This dude got, his kid was crying. Apparently, the child is autistic. And the kid was crying because the dad wouldn't buy him a lightsaber. Apparently, the guy is from Brazil. And so when I first read it, I'm like, oh, was he just spanking his kid? No, this dude straight up drugged the kid behind the souvenir shack so he could beat the kid and was open-handed and closed-fisted, punching the kid in the face. So um, he has been arrested. Um, the off-duty detective was like, I can't let you leave. I got to let them like, investigate this. And his wife was like, this is really weird. So that one was um, your Florida, yeah, um, I mean, I mean, the last one are all of these New Jersey brothers get drunk right. at Epcot, Epcot, flee across Crescent Lake Resorts. Awesome. Way to go. Then right. Ethan Hunt caught running illegal taxi service at Disney Springs. Who's Ethan Hunt? You don't know Ethan, Ethan Hunt? That's Tom Cruise's character As I say, in Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah. But this guy, so that's the only reason I put it in here. Is but his actual name was Ethan Hunt, and then he got busted because he was running illegal taxi service. He wasn't affiliated with anybody. He was just, hey, hop in my car, pay me ten bucks, and we'll I'll take you wherever. Yeah, so that didn't end well. I don't know how. I mean, obviously he got caught. I guess I don't know if it was a sting or if taxis, all the the oh, what do you call them, rideshare programs, were like, uh, hey, get him out of here. But he had nothing. Well, there's there's a thing going on. I know they do in L.A. where um, if you see someone with bags like standing on the street, Lyft drivers will pull over and they'll be like, oh, hey, you know, just I'll hop in and we'll put you down as this. And it's usually undercover cops. So more than likely, it's probably what it was probably a sting that caught the guy because he right. probably had some sort of thing in his window saying that he was affiliated. But they probably ran his license, but he's not. So, um right. Which I mean, you can't you can't rule out he's not affiliated because technically he could be working for Uber and not Lyft, just not have a sticker. But we never know, right? And or like I said, he was just not with anybody and just hey, what what Uber charging you ten bucks? I'll charge you five and get it. Yeah. But I had to save the best for last. So the best is for last. The peace de resistance. Right. A guest tries to bring meth into Epcot. There Why? You know. How? Uh, it seems like lately there's a lot more people trying to bring stuff in, and it seems like most of the time, <clears throat> I don't know why, I think I know why because it's a bigger resort, that it's over at Disney World. <clears throat> like the one where the guy was, <clears throat> what was it, uh, had the gun around his neck or something like that, and snorting yes. a, a bag of white substance. Back of white powder. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, oh, the meth was hidden inside a black sunglasses case. I mean, I don't know. I was only 30. Hey, the good thing is, is I'll give it to him, was caught with the items while going through the security screening. So that security screening, it, it caught it. Or dude was acting kind of shady and then. Right. You know what I mean? Or they were, um. Oh, he had a had a cracked glass pipe in his 
session too. Nice. Or so that's probably that's probably how they hey, found gotta, it. Right. Oh, hey, I got to empty my pockets. Oh man, I got the, you know, the meth and everything here. Let me throw it in the sunglasses as he's like two people back from security. Find you. Yeah. Then, you go yeah. through Security. The guys are looking in the bags, but look at the people past the metal detectors. All there's, you'll see about three or five people, and all what they're doing is looking at people <laughs> in the line. So it's funny. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess what it is, what it is, man. Jesus. Yeah, but he's uh, Disney sent him a trespass warning to ban him from Walt Disney World property. And then well, she congratulations. The phone when they reached out to her, but declined to comment for this article. There you go. That's oh my gosh! So, drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Don't do this. Don't be stupid. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Mr. J, Connor from ConCon's Cantina, Justin, thank you guys all. Connor, love you. We're going to be doing some big things together. You just see. Speaking of which, if you um, go to ConCon's Cantina on Instagram, uh, Connor is uh, selling lightsabers now. They're high quality, very nice ones. Um, I'm hopefully going to be showcasing some on YouTube soon. Uh, but uh, make sure you check us all out at linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. Well, and the, and the thing is, is if you enter um, promo, promo code uh, FOMOcast, you'll get no discount. So You get no discount. Out, so. out, out there, so. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.